welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Subject, the blessing of obedience. I want you to close your eyes and lift your right hand and speak to God. When I entered the building today, I sensed this song on my heart. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God Jesus name. Amen. 
the blessing of obedience. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 to 14. And it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shalt be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shall be thou, blessed shall thou be when thou cometh in, and blessed shall thou be when thou cometh that goeth out. Sorry. The Lord shall cause thy enemies one act. Just one act is provoking all this. One act. And that act is obedience. Is obedience to God. The Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee in one way and flee before thee in seven ways. Verse 8. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thy hand unto and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth to thee. The Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself as he has sworn unto thee if thou shalt keep the commandment of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. Verse 10. And all the all people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. Verse 11. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. Is it not increase? Is that not increase? Just one act. Just one way. Just one kind of life. Obedience to the Lord. Obedience. He said, and the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. In goods. So an intangible act can give you tangible blessings. Your car is in your obedience to God. Your marriage is in your, your, your obedience to God. That job appointment is in an intangible act called obedience. He said, in the fruit of thy body and in the fruit of thy cattle and in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers to give thee. Verse 12. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. The heaven to give the rain unto thy land. Unto thy land, not unto the land. Unto your land. So in 2022, you have a land. Yes, it's a spiritual land. And you have to be interested in what is happening in that land. In Ghana, if you buy a land and you are not interested in it, you will lose it. 
You have to be interested in your spiritual land in 2022. That land has been ordained to increase. So I want us to read the verse 12 together. I want to go. Wait. And to bless all the work of thy hands. And to bless. So God is interested in whatever you are doing. And he wants to bless it. Let me read the rest because of time. And thou shalt lend unto many nations. And thou shalt not borrow. It means borrowing is not the plan of God for you and I. Begging. But you are rather to give out. He said, and the Lord shall make the, thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only and thou shalt not be beneath. If that thou hearken unto the commandment of the Lord, thy God, which I command thee this day to observe to do. Verse 14. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command this day. To the right hand or to the left hand to go after other gods to serve them. Oh, pastor, that is Old Testament. John chapter 14, verse 15 to 24. Give me a very soft version. If you love me, obey my commandments. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him. Hmm. Because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. So it is normal for the world to criticize a lot of the things the church does. Because they don't recognize the things. They don't know the things of the Spirit. So it's normal. Even the most sensible unbeliever can never dichotomize the scriptures in the spirit. Do you understand the dichotomize? Break down into understanding. The most, yeah, dichotomize. I went to school. Being sensible doesn't give you the capacity to break the word of God. But he said that the world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you and later will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Since I leave you also because I live, since I live, you also live. Verse 20. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my Father and you are in me and I in you. Let's go on. Those who also, those who accept my commandment and, and do what? Accepting is different from Obey. 
Can you hear? A lot of us have accepted the commandment. It's right, but we won't do. So he said, those who accept my commandment and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my father will love them. And I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. Judas, not Judas Iscariot, but the other disciple with that name said to him, Lord, why are you going to reveal yourself only to us and not to the world at large? Jesus replied, all who love me will do what I say. So this kind of revelation is not the normal salvation. Because Jesus revealed himself to the world as the savior of the world. Are you here with me? This one is a deeper call. It's for the children. This revelation is for the children. It's not the children who are not born again. But the children who are saved like you and I. So he said, all who love me will do what I say. <laughs> say from today. I am walking under the anointing of do as I say. Yeah. All those who love me will do as I say. My father will love them and we will come and make our home with each of them. What a blessing. Say I'm blessed. Yeah. Just obeying God. So I will show you in the ending of my sermon that we have always thought that praises is what brings God down. But obedience brings the total Godhead to your dwelling. Obedience. And we, he said, and, and we will come and make our home with each of those who obey us. Verse 24. Anyone who doesn't love me will not obey me. So if we say we love him, the mark of God lovers is obedience. You don't obey him to love him. But every lover of God, the hallmark on that lover is that he obeys God. It's two different things. <laughs> you don't, it's like, it's like, if if you fly, if I say, if you are an aeroplane, by all means, you do what? You fly. Yes or no? Yes or no? But is it only aeroplane that flies? Are you here? So just flying does not make you an aeroplane. Obeying God does not make you. If you are not a son, you are not a son. But the true sons of God how will I know that this one is the son of God? One mark, you will see that the person obeys God. Are you understanding? Yeah. The understanding must be clear because you cannot buy your way into God. So the fact that you are a child of God, you carry in you a DNA to manifest as a child of God. And that is the spirit of obedience. Now, Moses was in the first scripture I, I quoted, he was in his old age and they were still journeying to the promised land and he wrote that scripture to them. For them to be guided and know that God has blessings and plans for them. 
in this year, I want you to know that God has many plans for you. And they are good and not of evil. So be rest assured that God has no evil plans towards you this year. And that is the more reason why we must be committed to what will make those promises come to pass. Gone were the days that God operated without us. Now he operates with our participation. Let's say the grace together. One to go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The sweet fellowship. So God does nothing now without our participation. So God will need us to do something to commit us and commit him in order for us to enter into this increase it will not take us looking at the game spectators never carry the trophy it's the players so if in this year you are going to be a spectator we will carry the trophy and you will not carry you must become a participant that is why you must not be in a church and just be in the church on paper you must participate because every blessing connected to your spiritual life will fire itself through the church. It's a blessing for the church to have weddings. The year has just started. Three weddings by first week in February. In April, we have three. In March, we have one. It, it doesn't just happen. God has an agenda for us. So every program, every schedule, you must make sure that you kill yourself. Yours may not be marriage. Yours may be another. But it will via itself from the spiritual family you belong. And sometimes when your time is up and you are not paying attention, it will not catch you. Elijah told Elijah, if you see me go. Not that, you see, Elijah was not saying, uh, oh, uh, human feelings doesn't do any spiritual transaction. Because it, it sounded very wicked on Elijah's part. The man has followed you, uh, and look at the condition you are giving to him. So if by mistake, Elijah says, boss, are they come, are they go, we will come. So he goes. Then he comes. Then Elijah says, Oh, buddy, the wind blow finish. It was over. So we must be very careful and be very serious. Peter and Co were very tired, but they were serious. They couldn't go home without a fish. They knew. And they wanted fish. What do you want? What are you pursuing God for? What is your heart desire? Do you really want that thing? Do you really want God? Then we must begin to walk in this secret I'm showing. Obedience to God. We all know what is right. But somewhere, somehow, we easily love to disobey God. We know what is right, but we easily love to disobey God 
we easily love to disobey God. I don't know why. Maybe we don't understand the subject of obedience. Or maybe we've not given attention to our spiritual life. Or we don't know the importance of obedience. There is no blessing outside disobedience or outside obedience. There is no blessing in God outside obedience. Any kind of blessing you acquired in disobedience is a curse. There is no blessing of God outside disobedience or outside obedience. Obedience. Let me give you some three descriptions of obedience. Obedience means hearing the word of the Lord and acting it out accordingly. Hearing the word of the Lord or recognizing the word of the Lord and acting out the word accordingly. Accordingly. You see why it's very difficult to become a formed disciple? It's not by chance. You don't become a disciple by chance. You don't become a lawyer by chance. You don't choose which book to read in the law school. You don't choose which book to read in the medical school. You don't choose which book to read in the journalism school. You don't become a professional by chance. So it is to hear the voice of God and to act it out into details. Oh, pastor, it will be difficult. No, Noah did it. Noah did it a more, a more complex command. He did it. Measurement, height, length, type of wood. He did it. And the ark never sank. 150 days on water. And the ark never sank. Hearing the voice of God and acting the word out into details. That is obedience. Number two, obedience is aligning our will to God's will and doing what God has commanded us to do. Aligning our will to God's will. Not our will. But aligning our will to God's will. And doing what God has commanded us to do. That is obedience. Number three. Obedience is when we submit to his authority. When we submit to his authority. And make decisions in our lives based on what the word has said. When we submit to his authority and making decisions of life in destiny based on what the Bible is saying. Thank you, Lord. The most critical warfare in the life of the believer, in your life this year, the most critical warfare is not to kill a witch but is to fight to submit your will your thoughts your decisions your desires to the obedience of Christ Jesus 
is the greatest warfare you must engage in this year. To hold your mind and submit it under the authority of Christ. Because without that, you will disobey God and you will miss your path in life. There are many paths in life, but there are two major paths in life. The narrow way and the broad way. And the narrow way will only be activated by the spirit of obedience. Give the Lord a clap of example. Second Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5. The strongest warfare you have to fight this year is to submit in your mind, your will to the obedience of Christ. Not my will, but yours. The Bible says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought toward the obedience of Christ. Amplified version. Quickly. Amplified version. In as much as we refute argument and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that set itself up against the true knowledge of God and he lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ. Message version. We use our powerful God tools for smashing warped philosophies. There are philosophies men will give to you that must be rejected. Yes. Human philosophies that is against the counsel of God must be rejected if we want true increase. Philosophies that gives yourself prominence. Philosophies that satisfies every desire that comes into you. It's man's philosophy and it is anti-God. He said, tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God. May every mental barrier, may every ideological barrier, may every philosophical barrier lifted in your destiny, lifted in your life against the truth of God. May those barriers come down in the name of Jesus. Fitting every loose thought and emotion, every loose thought, fitting it and emotions and impulse into the structure of life shaped by Christ. You understand? Yeah. Every feelings, impulse, thoughts, idea, you are fitting it into the life. There is a life that Christ has shaped for you. So the thought that is coming to your mind, the step you want to take, does it fit into that structure of life that Christ has shaped for you? I'm preaching. 
make a decision. That does not fit the structure. Else you will plunge yourself into calamities upon calamities. Upon calamities. You will return with nothing. Don't. Don't take decisions to fit your emotional ego. Obedience to God is what makes us faithful to God. Yes. It's what makes us faithful to God. A man who used to tight and stop tightening was not obedient to God. You understand? You can tight and not be obedient. You can pray and not be an, an obedient. The fact that you pray doesn't make you an obedient child. Please, are you here? I'm showing you something that will help you in this year. The fact that you do whatever you do does not mean that because anybody can do something. Revelation chapter 14 verse 12. Our obedience makes us faithful to God. He said, here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that Keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus Christ. Give me the NIV. He said, this calls for patient endurance on the part of the saints who obey God's commandment and remain faithful. Your faithfulness. Oh God, I want to be faithful. Oh God, I want to be faithful. All you have to do is to begin to walk in obedience to God's word. The proof of your love for God is when you obey his word. Are we obeying his word? The proof of our love for God is when we obey his word. When his word becomes so sweet. When the word becomes our desire. When we desire to become the word. When we turn the word into our mirror. We want to see ourselves in the reflection of the word. I don't know, those days we used to do reflection. Who did elective science or elective mass? We had something called reflection. It was a very nice thing. It changes the whole thing. What you saw here is not the same as what you see here. And what you see about your life today is not the definition of the full package of your destiny. That shaped life by Christ. It's the word that does the reflection. And then you see your true you. So those who love God are those who obey his word. May you have the strength. May you have the grace. May you have the audacity of will to walk in obedience this year. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. John 14, 15. Quickly. If ye love me, keep my commandment you don't need to tell God you love him I love you Lord for your mercy never fails no God will go and check it ah okay my man check it okay I love you Lord okay okay let me check let me check the records Lucy no no you 
the guy, the, the, the girl is giving me lip service. And she came here, this girl, she's giving lip service. It is lip service. I know him. I know him. Oh, no. When I check the record, oh, it's true. It's not what you sang that gave you status. It is who you are. It is the life you are living. It's the life we live. It's the word we be obeyed that makes us, not the songs that we sing. You are glorious in holiness. It was sung by Hannah. Poured out her praises to the Lord. Not she singing it that made her holy. Not she singing it that made us see that she was committed to God. It was she had lived that life. So she sang it out. I pray for you in 2022 that you will not just walk through church, but you will be an obedient child of God. I thought you would say a bigger amen. Our obedience is our true worship to God. Our obedience. Sometimes you will see that like everybody is expecting that Charlie, that brother loves God by our, this, by our definition. But open up to Charlie. But you see, God, our obedience is our true worship. Anything done outside obedience does not command the attention of God. Oh Jesus. It demonstrates our love for God and his church. Obedience to God. It demonstrates our love for God and his church and sets us apart from the world. Obedience sets us apart from the world. It makes us children of God. It makes them know you are a child of God. Your master you obey is what defines your destiny. So obeying God makes you that child of God. In this year, there are many commands that God will issue to you. Obey. Anything you do outside that obedience will cost you. Go and ask Abraham and Hagar and Ishmael. Are you following me? It demonstrates our love for God and what he means to us. It demonstrates our love for God and what it means to us. Or what he means to you. If God means so much to you, bless you will obey him. In the second service, I will go deeper and I will show us how to obey God and the blessings that comes with obeying God. Amen. God's children are not called children of disobedience. We are called children of obedience. Children of obedience. Colossians 3.6 Colossians 3.6 Zibranta bahatos kipapa mekate karadoza. 
For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. So there is a group of people that Bible calls disobedient children. But you are not part of it. God's children are not those people. But God's children are called children of disobedience. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2. If you have the contemporary English version, have you gotten it now? Not yet. So give me GNT quickly. At that time, you followed the world's evil way and you obeyed the ruler of the spiritual powers in space. The spirit who now controls people who disobey God. So there is a spirit that controls people who disobey God. Amplified version. Thank you, Lord. Should be wrapping up now. So he always gives details of what we read. So look at it. He said, In which at one time you walked habitually, you were following the course and fashion of this world. Are you still following the course and the fashion of this world as a tongue-talking believer? We're under the sway of the tendency of this present age. Following the prince of the power of the air, you were obedient to and under the control of the demon spirit that still constantly works in the sons of disobedience. The careless, the rebellious, and the unbelieving who go against the purpose of God. They, the Bible calls disobedient children. The core purpose for obedience to Christ is to show God that we love him. Obedience to God is a hallmark of our salvation. If a man is saved, he will obey God. Did you hear that? If a man is saved, he will obey God. That is the hallmark of our salvation. We are saved by grace through faith. But if you are saved, your hallmark is that you obey God and not man. You obey God and not the traditions of your fathers. Be a Christian in 2022. Tell somebody, be a Christian in 2022. Oh, tell somebody, be a Christian in 2022. If a man is saved, he would desire to obey God. Are you struggling too much to obey God? Hey, we have to check your salvation. We have to check what made you get saved. Yeah. We have to check what the evangelist told you. When you give your life to Christ. Because the hallmark of a saved man is obedience. I never feel cheated when I'm paying my tithe. Not because I'm a pastor. I tithe long time. I started tithing 50 pesos. I tithe 1 CD, 50 pesos, 2 CD, 55 CDs, 10 CDs, 20 CDs, 100, 200, 300. It's going. It's going. And I don't feel cheated. I, if if you cannot obey God, 
when they declare fasting, we have ended our fast today. But how many days did you fast? If you cannot obey God to become a servant, are you saved? If you cannot obey God to be a faithful Christian, if you cannot obey God when messages are being preached, any gospel that they preach, blessings or rewards without the demand of obedience is a false gospel. Any gospel, I repeat, that has emphasis on rewards and no emphasis on obedience is a false gospel. Go to me anywhere. It's a false gospel. No obedience, no rewards in God. Am I preaching? Let me make three statements and I go. A year of increase will demand you to see the year as a year you will cultivate an obedient lifestyle. It's still early in the year. It's only 23rd, eh? 23rd January. You didn't add it to your New Year's resolution. Go add it and make it the first. That it will be a year you will walk in obedience. You will build a strong life in obeying God. In every area, financially, your sexuality, your morality, whatever it is, academically, you are going to submit everything under the obedience of Christ. That is th This year must be that year that you can refer to many decades after today. That in 2022, I took a decision to start building my faith. You think Abraham, 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 Abraham. Second service, I'll go there. Abraham, blessings are mine. Abraham, Abraham, I'll show you. <laughs> it's very easy to tap. It is good that nowadays that word has gone off small. I tap into it. I tap. It's good to tap. But it's no joke. Find out what the people did. Find out the pain. Find out the sacrifices. And when you pay that price, you will get the rewards. If people around you cannot attest that you are an obedient child of God, then your salvation is in question. As a Christian, your, your, your obedience is what marks you out. Your obedience. You see, children, children, they obey their children, their, their parents. No matter who you are, no matter the type of uncle you are, they will obey their parent more than you. So the sign that Jesus saved you and God is your father is when you and I we obey him to the letter in his commands. I want you to close your eyes and pray that Lord help me. It's not by might. It's not by power. But Lord help me not to be moved by what I see. Not to be moved by what I hear. Not to be moved by what I feel. May I not see something that will cause me to disobey you. May I not feel something that will cause me to disobey you. May I not hear something 
that will cause me to disobey you. May I not perceive something that will cause me to disobey you. Give me the grace. Give me the strength. Give me the faith to pursue obedience in you. Pray in one minute. Your obedience is critical to your increase. Rema mama mama mashadalaba Ora babe kasatakaya Malaga dada basha may the Lord help us to obey him in Jesus name For the Bible said to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken far better than the fat of rams Shabakatola payas Father we thank you we pray the Lord the grace to walk in obedience has been released on us. We will walk in it. We will trust you for every decision in our lives in 2022. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Somebody celebrate God with a good clap. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.